Hi, before we go ahead and get into this episode of Cream Got Rob from Unscripted Gaming, I want to let everyone listening know this is a full spoiler podcast. If you have not seen Rise of Skywalker yet, by the time this podcast gets uploaded, the movie will be in theaters for only about four to five days. So do not listen to this if you don't want to be spoiled. If you don't care about being spoiled, perfectly fine. Go ahead and continue. Or if you've already watched the movie, you can follow along with us and then uh, you can give your opinion right along with us. All right, just wanted to get that out of the way just to start. Join me, Ray. Mm-hmm. And together, uh-huh. we shall conquer the galaxy, destroy the Jedi, and find our way to the conclusion of a saga of film that is better than the one we came from. Ray, join me. Wow. <coughs> oh, <coughs> oh, sorry, folks. Uh, uh, hello, my name is Mike. Um, I'm joined by uh, um, Ray. Yep. Hello. Good. Ray Nobody, as it is what it should have been. Um, Ray Nobody. We're here to... Uh, we both saw the Star Wars, as is our cultural duty to do so. I feel so. Rise of Skywalker. And we have thoughts. Oh, so, it's been a minute since we've thrown something up here, so we thought about, uh, why not? We love to engage in the discourse, uh, and that... And that important discourse of um, telling you why you should go see the Cats movie. No. Um, <laughs> and uh, about the Star we're going to talk about Star Wars. So, there's going to be some spoilers. Uh, the, the, it's, this is spoiler there's, there's going to be, it's, yeah, so. Click it off if you don't want to be spoiled. Just go see the movie. Yeah. Or don't, for reasons that may become apparently clear. Uh <laughs> I think every I think uh most people Where do you want to start? I think that if you have seen already the last 8 movies, in my opinion you might as well see this one. Yeah. I think that's fair. Like like you've already you've already deep dived into this one. You're only going to get one shot to see a Star Wars movie, the last one in theater. Good or bad. Uh I know this is very Disney centric of me to say at this point. Come off your twelve bucks. Sit down for uh, one, your ticket to the discourse. Your one hour and fifty no one hundred and fifty seven minutes of Star Wars and get that all up in your eyeball. Thirty minutes of trailers, by the way. I think they broke a record for how much trailers they put in front of a movie. That was obscene. Yeah, trailers got nuts. It, trailers are they're you you got to seriously you can come twenty minutes late. It used to be seriously. exactly seventeen minutes, and now they're just like, you know what? What if we just put it as a whole like syndicate run TV show? I'm pretty sure it's at least twenty five minutes now. Yeah, Ugh. at the least, because we had to go see a movie that started at seven thirty, and I'm pretty sure the movie like started rolling at seven fifty five. Yeah, so do not rush when going to the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, boy, Ray, we've got a big film here. Um, I don't know where to start with this one. And obviously, like, a lot of the sheer quantity of things that happen in this movie, it, you know, as we as we know, the movie that has the most plot is the best movie. <laughs> and 
is that where we will start? What we, can, can we start with like the the behind the scenes fact of like this movie was first in director J.J. Abrams' hand, then Ryan Johnson got a hold of it and did what he did to the Star Wars series. I that's a good that's a thing we should bring up because I think this is an interesting discussion because I'm a Last Jedi defender. I love that movie. I legitimately think that's one of the best Star Wars movies ever. Wow. Um, and Ray does not agree. I do not. I still and say the best Star Wars so, movie is Empire Strikes Back, because I'm correct. I mean, I think I won't. I don't know if I would put it above Empire, but I think it's right up there. I mean, you know, not a lot of the other Star Wars movies are that good, so it's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so if anything, th- as a as a TLJ hater, yeah, Ray, this movie is for you. How, how do you feel about it? How that? dare you? <laughs> how, hey, man. how dare? Um, so I they fixed the movie for you. I didn't made it think all better. it would be possible that a movie could be less competently done than The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker rose to the occasion and said, yes, what if we just did not have a story that made any sense? Because Credit where it's due, at the end of the day, The Last Jedi did make sense. This didn't. This was flashier. It just... It, 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 uh, all the storyline threads that were in The Last Jedi, gone. Anything that was built up, gone. All the new interesting subplots, except for one new Force ability, like the the like Force transmission type of thingy, which yeah. th- that's the only one that makes for it. All the rest of it, gone. If anything, like that, it, it, that is ba- create that connection that they have is like is the best scene of this movie, mm, right? I think it becomes the when biggest she plot when point. she transmits the lightsaber to him. Oh yeah, well, let's just start talking about the movie. Let's just start there. Yeah, so let's start from the beginning. Let's yeah, okay, let's do that. So we come to first of all the opening. That opening crawl, when it was just like, the first words of the crawl are like, the dead speak. And I'm just like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. We are just, <laughs> you know, something is not great when you can tell that the break, that the pace of this movie is going to be absolutely breakneck from like a scrolling, a slowly scrolling page of text. Yeah. The dead speak. Oh no! What have you done? <laughs> like it. I feel like in a normal conclusion, like concluding movie, like they would have, like I don't know, um, maybe kind of buried a. Re- I guess they're just like, well, you all know he's here anyway. Let's just like get it over with, and like. Within, like, five minutes, Kylo Ren is on, like, three different planets and is, like, like the first... It, it's just, like, the first line of the movie, Emperor Palpatine himself shows up. Like, n- n- this is not an exaggeration. A literal zero explanation of how he's here. Hey, this is not... this is, Since we're in full spoiler territory, they go the entire movie of not explaining how and why Palpatine is there. And, and and this is like, and you know, I 
movies don't have to explain everything. Like, it, yeah, you can when show movies don't tell. it's like a movie is more uh, is is it's more than just like a Wikipedia article of what happened. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, at a certain point, like there's just a verisimilitude of like suspend like a suspension. There's a certain suspension of reality that you buy into when viewing, um, when in like watching a movie like this and just to, it's just to, it's this movie is almost like, it's like a joke. It's a, it's like comedy. It, I mean, it's just like at a certain point you just like, you're like, how can you just to bring everyone up to speed? It's, in Return of the Jedi, Vader, while getting Force Lightning like a boss, throws <laughs> throws the Emperor down. What's essentially the first a canonical yeet? <laughs> yes, he yeets him down the ventilator shaft. You see him. Bl- you see the Emperor blow up in a violent explosion, and just for good measure, the Death Star that the ventilator shaft was a part of blew up. Also, for good measure, in the vacuum of space. So you're like, yeah, Palpatine, pretty good, and, de- and then he just appears. And, and no it's one reasonable like... is like, we're just supposed to accept that he's here. Yeah, it, it's just like, it, it's just like, when it asks you to kind of like, buy in on that, like, it's just crazy. Like, it's just, it's I'm going to make a lot of comparisons to this because I think functionally they had very similar tasks at hand. And I think one of these films is a lot better at completing these than the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking about Avengers Endgame. And Avengers Endgame is not a perfect movie. It's overstuffed. It is, uh, like, it, it's got problems. But, like, Avengers, like, Avengers takes some leaps to like buy they ask you to buy on them but it does the work to build up to them to have it make sense in the story and just like right off the bat like within the first five minutes like skywalker is just dropping this like huge earth-shaking thing that just feels like a thud yep. just because you're like oh there's like no build-up to it it just like happens and you're like wait and by the time you're like try to like wait how is that possible then you jump to like no, no. Th- then they're like, they don't jump to anything. They, uh, Palpatine in his zombified form says, "You, you don't need the first order anymore. Behold the last order and summons the f- thousands. Oh my god, like thousands of star destroyers out of the ground, and you just wonder. It's just like, where did these come from? Where are these people? Who, who is staffing all of these? Like." Ray's making. And this is five minutes into the movie. You're you're just you're just overwhelmed with questions. It's just like it feels like you're in the third act of a movie. It feels like there's like the. It feels like the entire movie you're watching is just a third act. I mean, it is like a third act of a story, but it feels like there's two acts of setup. That it just is like, oh, it happened, by the way. <laughs> it happens in like five minutes. You're just like, what? It's dizzying. It's honestly dizzying. Like, this, the first act is just like, it's just nuts. Like, you. 
Let's skip to the like, next scene where uh, the first time you see, and yes, well, I, and then and then so the opening crawl is like, oh boy, and then and then um, then they drop the first big clue that this movie is going to like in a meta like in a, it's an impossible to like think about this move to like watch this movie and not see it as like a direct response and counter to the last Jedi. Yeah. Because then, because Palpatine is like, bring me like kill the girl, but be careful. She is not who you think she is, which just then implies like, I get like, is just completely undermines like one of the most like interesting and like, tragic and it like ironic things of the last jedi where it's like everyone's like in the first time it's like oh who's right who's right who's right and it's like and like they just and i think you know like in the last jedi they set it up and then the payoff is that you know it's a point of tragedy like that it's something that she has to like find her own family because her family would just drunks just shitty drunk people and sold her for booze and like that's tragic and sad and like there's a character story that is really interesting that is built from that and like it just to man like this i mean and this is sets up one of the things that i think is just the just the craziest things that this movie does well, let's, in, let's in go the, into that we'll, we'll get there but uh the the next scene you see ray being jesus where she's just hovering in midair Adam or like electron orbiting boulders around her and she's real Dr. Manhattan shit yeah and she's bored Mike she's so powerful the force she's become bored with it and flips out of her air cloud and it was at this moment I remember the conversation me and uh, Mike had a couple days before where I was saying Ray is totally a Mary Sue and Mike was not and Mike was not and after watching this, uh, after watching that scene where she's just hovering, bored with her power and the force, I'm like, I have to talk to Mike immediately. <laughs> yeah, like I don't like I don't like using that term because I think it's very historically. I think it's loaded mm-hmm. in a bit, and that we're very we're very willing to call in question like women, female characters who can do things as opposed to male characters. Sure, but like. It's just again. That's another thing. It's just like that. It feels like this. I mean, this is kind of a. I think ties into like the larger problem with this. Like this first act is that just these characters get so like just buried in the plot of like this video game AF <laughs> like MacGuffin chase. Oh wait, we'll get to that. We'll get to that one step at a time. One it, step at a time. But like, well, that it's that's the thing is like we just don't really get. There's, it doesn't take any time to breathe and like sit with these characters so we know like where they are and like how they feel about things like there's just one line and that's it mm-hmm. and just no like uh, it's just exhausting and Sp- and frustrating because it's like when it's not like doing breaknecky fan service stuff it's just un it's just trying to unmake the last jedi as hard as possible in a way that just feels like 
Oh, speaking of unmake, they they just they, sucked. they uh, Leia says that she's been training Ray for the past X number of how long that has happened yeah. between the Last Jedi and this moment, and um, I don't know how she's been training Ray or why, but Ray just does, I guess, the master level Jedi course, I guess, for boredom, and you see a scene where Kylo she's taking AP Jedi, AP, AP Jedi, yeah. And uh, yeah. Kylo starts messing around with that little laser bot, which I thought was funny. That Kylo could just tap into the Force, and they use that little Force connection, and he just starts messing with her from time to time. I'm like, yeah, that that's very sitcom-like. I wish they would explore that a little bit more. And I mm-hmm. did not know what I was asking for, because, oh my gosh, they abused that power. <laughs> Speaking of power abuse, there's a really cool scene that happens later on. Um... They're getting some spy data. Uh, Poe and Finn in the Resistance are getting spy data. And uh, they to get away from some First Order TIE Fighters, they do something called, what, the light speed or the hyperspeed hop? Which, mm-hmm. me as a little kid, I love that. Because it's so cool that they're just jumping from one locale to another locale to another locale. And the First Order TIE Fighters are just sticking with them. And I was like... That's really cool, visually speaking. This is a really visually awesome movie. Bring it on back to, like, the very first movie, A New Hope, where specifically Han Solo says, this is exactly why you don't do this, because if you do, you'll accidentally land inside of a star. Or bring it to the movie Solo, which, again, Han Solo in the Millennium Falcon says, specifically, we can't do lightspeed jumps out of nowhere. We need a navigational computer, uh, whatever that one computer robot was the, SJ, yeah. the, the SJW bot they take her brain out and they put it to the computer and say we <laughs> they put her into the falcon and they say we need this in here because we need navigational yes systems. droid slay yes, right. <laughs> and but they just do it in the movie because they're just like I don't know do it and like and, and, like, I am not a Star Wars, like, pedant with, like, the lore and, like, mechanics. Like, I'm not, I'm not the, I, like, you know, that's just, I just don't think, that's not the, the thing that really draws me. But that's kind of, I think that this little scene is a great example of just some of the larger things that work here. Where it's just, like, they, a thing happens because it looks cool. Yeah. Or, like, is, is cool. Like because of like fan service or in some sense, but like serves no larger purpose to the story. They never do it or, again. <laughs> or like completely contradicts or it, it can or like just contradicts something that was like previously established in a way that just doesn't. In a way that because this movie is so like so busy, mm-hmm. has no time to set up as an effective payoff like. Um, like this movie will do like big things will happen in this movie and 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 the, and, the, and they're like all the characters are like oh this is the last time this is the end like this is the <laughs> this is it this is when it happens and you're just like okay, okay. <laughs> just because they don't like they don't build to it and it just doesn't it doesn't feel like earned in in just a big picture kind of way like uh, and I guess kind of like. You know, just to not bog down into like too much of like a summary of the movie. Uh, so to kind of like let's let's like jump to like the let's jump to one of the, to the second act, 
where oh man um, what is the second act of this movie when, that <laughs> that's a great question i was gonna say it's like when they go onto that one planet where it's like snowy and bad uh where they wipe c3po's memory after they completed the first video game level oh the one and in the, then, the one with the sandworm where ray discovers she has a new force power which is force heal <laughs> who taught her that and why does she know it well see you want a fun conspiracy theory this okay. is not a conspiracy theory this is 100 percent a legitimate thing they did all right the most recent episode of the mandalorian release wait i haven't early. watched it yet okay never mind okay um by the way the let's Mandalorian just say, is great i love that let's show. just say it's all right um <laughs> Pause. Pause. <laughs> uh, let's just say that there is a. I feel like there is a reason it got released ahead of this movie. Okay. All right. I'll just I'll just leave it at that. I, fair enough. It's I will. Not. After we're done recording, I'm gonna go watch it. I would say that it is probably the one of the better episodes of the show so far. So. Oh. Okay. Right. No, anyway, I'm excited. But, no, all right. Uh. But so they like are on this planet. Um. They're like, oh, they're gonna wipe C3PO's memory, but they already said like. Oh, but R2 has a backup. And they're, like, uh, trying to make this, like, a sad moment. And I'm just like... <laughs> it's just... It's just some of this stuff just, like, doesn't, like... I don't know. Like, it just didn't click for me. Like, and I just... Oh, and it doesn't matter because not ten minutes later, uh, R2-D2 backs up C-3PO's memory. So that whole scene was like, I'll take one last look at my friends. Doesn't matter. None of it matters. Exactly. Like, that's the thing. is, It just, like, it's... it. The movie as a whole is just – it just tries to – everything it does is just so saccharine. Yeah. As far as, like, the like the reverence of Star Wars, Princess Leia, Luke Skywalker, and you're just like – it's, like, all frosting. Like, there's no <laughs> – there's no there's actual, no cake like – inside that. There's no good – cake to dig into here I like there's that. no substances it's just like it's all fluff like it's like oh here's Lando you remember Lando I'm like yeah, I remember Lando okay <laughs> uh, oh yeah Lando Casarosian just appears out of nowhere cause and then okay so we're close enough to this that I think we have to talk about it now we're talking about the reveal so we're talking about the reveal okay and well first of all again like I made Ray watch the trailer, and there's a scene in the trailer where like Ray and Kylo are fighting, and they smash the like the sculpt, the pedestal that he has the Darth Vader helmet on. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I've it. This is this is my fault. I thought this was like a scene of them like triumphantly like destroying this symbol of like Ben Solo's past to like bring him back to the like the light and his, and like to destroy that which like was a corrupting influence for his life. No, nah, it was just them fighting. I was just like I felt like such a sucker. I was like It was no. them tr- it was like forced transmission fighting. They weren't even fighting in the same room. I know. I I don't know how in that forced transmission They were fighting works. in their respective mind palace. I- <laughs> the mind palace, Ray. Ray. Bring her to the mind palace. <laughs> Felix, bring Ray to the mind palace. I'm sure J.J. Abrams saw that Ryan Johnson left that in as like a MacGuffin that the Force could do. And he's like, 
oh man, I'm taking full advantage of this, and they have a literal lightsaber fight with it. Not only that, but like, there was that scene where Kylo like looked at Rey and saw she had the necklace on, and they like force transmission snatched her necklace off, and I was like, that's actually kind of cool. Can can you leave it there? Because that was kind of badass. Yeah, and like. And this is where we get the reveal. Yeah. That Ray is a Palpatine. A Palpatine. Therefore, <laughs> Palpatine fucked. A Palpatine. <laughs> As in this Palpa- more than one. <laughs> Palpatine had Emperor Palpatine had sex with somebody uh, repeatedly. And had a child. And ha- then sired a child. And then that child grew up. And had a baby too. Yep. And again, like, and that baby was not force sensitive. What? The first offense is that (laughs) you made me think of Palpatine having sex. I have to think about Palpatine (laughs) doing the deed, doing the net, rocking the Casbah, rocking the Casbah to destroy the Jedi. The Jedi. You know what Palpatine likes. Do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Ray, you must do it. Oh, why did he do this? Execute Order 69. Who, oh, wow. <laughs> Go ahead and tweet that. You've earned that one. I, I have. I'm going to uh, delete this recording. Delete that. <laughs> Don't upload that before I... That's a good tweet. I'm gonna do that right now. Execute? No, it's kind of a spoiler, though. No, I don't care. It's not full spoiler, but anyways, that is such. That is probably one of the biggest ass pulls in like cinema history. I would say, just saying your ultra powerful bad guy is once alive, is a alive, and b had a bunch of kids, or at least a couple different kids, to where there's a generational gap. And that brings so many different questions because Palpatine, I guess, is also such a powerful force user. Wouldn't all of his offspring be force sensitive? That's how it works with the Skywalkers. Why wouldn't it work that way with the Palpatine? Like, that's how it... Man, there's so many, like... Let me count the ways in which this is... Again, like... Let let me... Again, so on the surface... uh, um, On the surface level, it's just, ew, Palpatine... But the lower level is the the deeper level here is like just from a, a pure story planning perspective, this completely goes off of like what like it completely undermines Ray's struggle because like her um you know the thing she wanted more than anything or the the thing that she thinks she wants is her family. Yes, the thing she actually wants is like kinship and connection not just like a biological paternal relationship and when this it when this is shown to her that there there is no like familial connection to be had yeah. in the last jedi she has no choice but to try and 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 that's why she is so close to ben because they feel so detached and so alone and no one understands them and that's what brings them together and there's like a great tension there and like she ultimately like finds a new family and kind of the resistance like that's why it's like it's 
Um, that's why even after they, you know, things went real bad in The Last Jedi for everybody. <laughs> you don't that's say. why the movie ends with hope because she's found her, like, a family. And to to bring this, to throw, to, oh, yeah, to that bring just this, like, to, and that just, like, all of that thematic work is just gone. Yep. Just because, like, they want to, like, just do this. Like, it's not homage. He's just copying the homework. Yes. He said, like, well, she he's can't just be looking a Skywalker, J.J. Abrams is just, like, looking at the original trilogy and be like, you know what? Like, hey, do you remember how this family thing was crazy? Look at this family thing. And it's it's this... He's trying to go oh. for the shock and awe like, of, there's like, no, the reveal, but it's not earned. Exactly, but there's no, like, intrigue set up into making it interesting because, like, like, the reason Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, that reveal works is because, like, the knowledge that we have that Darth Vader killed Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. And that is true on a metaphorical sense. Yes. But it's not literally true. Right. And that's what makes that that relationship interesting. And there's no, like, there's no connection like that to, um, between Palpatine and Rey. Nope. It's just not there because they didn't plan it. And this movie has no interest in building that in any interesting way other than thing happens. And it's it's like expects it to have this gravitas and it just like it just sucks the air out of the room just because ray like i feel bad for daisy ridley because she's just con- she's just trying to figure out who the fuck this character is i'm sorry i'm swearing it's gonna get like whatever it's but, gonna like, get bleeped <laughs> yeah but like it's just it just completely just she's just, just trying to find out what character she's trying to play and like they this is just like there's no like he just uh, it's like he I don't understand what JJ Abrams is doing here. I, I just, don't he thinks JJ Abrams because he was given whatever he set up after the Force Awakens. Then whatever Ryan Johnson did and then he has to try to fix that. Like Ryan Johnson killed Snoke. I'm sure there was a play for Snoke, but Ryan Johnson unceremoniously killed him. Ryan Johnson had Kylo Ren remove his mask, which I'm sure J.J. Abrams never planned for. Ryan Johnson also just... And... He invented the Holdo Maneuver, which nullified all space battles. Oh, by the way, this movie like brings that up very briefly. Like, during that one run, they're like... <laughs> again, like, again, just like it go. That's the thing. Okay, so I want to hit touch a couple things. Okay, Kylo Ren is unmasked. In like Ben Solo takes off his helmet in in the Force Awakens, mm-hmm. and that is like when the character becomes interesting because he's wearing a mask, but then he takes it off, and you realize that he's just like this like sweet little baby. He's this little baby boy with this sweet little. Like his sweet little Adam Driver face, and you're like, you're not, you're not Darth, you're not a Darth Vader. You're just wearing this mask because you think it looks cool. Like you're, because you're a little baby. 
Because he's imitating Granddaddy uh, Vader. He's a little baby. Yeah, Vader had to work because he's a cyborg. That is so interesting. So, like, when he takes... When it like it when he smashes it like I knew we were in trouble like when one of the first trailers shows them literally reforging the mask I'm like God please no <laughs> it's cooler oh, now I, like back I was just honestly I've been in denial this whole time I'm like no there's no way they would they wouldn't they're not gonna do that they hundred percent did that they hundred percent um and then he, but he like what you said with like. Also. Like, what you said with the hold-on maneuver, yeah. like, again, like, as this movie's going on, like, they, any, anytime, like, the plot, like, stops happening, they just, like, oh, let's just do some, let's just do, what's gonna get the Redditor back on with this movie? <laughs> let's just say, oh, the hold-on maneuver was dumb. Or say that Rose isn't in this movie because she has to study Star Destroyers. Like, this <laughs> Like, it's so naked. You know what I mean? Rose is definitely pushed off to the side and no longer has a love interest with Finn and will no longer sexually it's... assault him. God, like, it's just... It's just... Man, it sucks so hard. I just cannot believe it. What, what, like, what about even, doing the Even as someone who didn't love The Last Jedi, like, you have to acknowledge that this... Overcorrection to this saccharine, sappy bullshit sucks. Oh, wait, are you asking like, just, me? I mean, because I yeah. hate The Last Jedi, but I hate this more. This is bad. This is this is not Star Wars. This is comedy to me. I could watch this movie and have a great time laughing. Bring on the alcohol because there's so much ridiculousness in it. And, I can't help but like, laugh. And let me think. So, like, okay. So then, when it's moving through the movie, like they blow up that one planet. You're just like, oh, who cares? Oh, like, no, 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 no. How they blow up the planet? They took something that was the most emblematic thing of Star Wars, the Death Star, and they just add Death Star tech to all all those thousands of star destroyers that Palpatine had conjured out of the Earth. So. And, Ignoring, just take any, take your sci-fi brain, hold it in your hand, and toss it in the trash can, because none of that makes sense. How he did that, and again, it's like it's just a pure, um, just from a a, it's like a pure plot-driven final act. Like it's there's no character build-up. Like, that was one of the things I loved about The Last Jedi. It's just uh. that, like, in a weird sense, like, the the thing that is happening is kind of low stakes. Where it's people, it's just kind of this weird, like, they're just trying to escape from, like, a base to find a new base. Like, the entire galaxy isn't going to be destroyed. Yeah. But they're still, I think they still do a great job of, like, building to it a tense and like very interesting final act with like the throne room confrontation and this is just like pure it just tries to create pure payoff just through the number is bigger this time <laughs> it's like in the first movie 17 in the second movie 18 this movie 26 what numbers are you saying right now 
no, there's no meaning. There's oh, no, I see. It's not connected. It's I see. Pure, just it, it, pure. <laughs> like I ever like like this movie, just no meaning. Um, so what you're trying to say is you didn't like this movie, Mike? I did not like this movie. I mean, there are things I liked in it, but I just I think as a whole, it just is just a like as we kind of get into the third act here like where i think again the betrayal is complete and final um like i want to jump back to avengers endgame here because yes endgame is a very fan servicey movie yes and Well, you're talking. To- remember that scene in remember that scene in Endgame when, when Captain America is like facing down Thanos's army. Oh, I knew you were going portals, here. I knew it. The portals start to open. Yeah, and like everybody's there. It 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 feels like a triumphant. Like oh yes, we here we go. Like it is it fan servicey? Yes, because but it is like it isn't just that because it is good storytelling that they've built to and have earned and like works in service of Captain America's because he's like standing up to that knowing he has not knowing if he has any backup coming at all like he's still ready to go down and then everyone shows up and a very similar thing happens in this movie but it's just kind of you're just like oh okay so I guess they win now (laughs) <laughs> because they like in Endgame, you knew who every single person was coming through that portal. Yes, whether it was the Guardians, Doctor Strange, Spider Man, uh, Black Panther, like the other students of the mag of the magic place, like people from like the the like the Jabari, the like Wakandans. you knew like who, yeah, you knew every single person or group that was coming out of that portal, and. This is honestly kind of a, a, I think, something I want to say about the sequels at large. Is that, like, all of these ships are there. We have no idea who they are. Nope. Like, you know what? Like, the, you, there's no, like, the um, the prequels are not good. They're bad movies. I have a newfound respect for the but, prequels after watching all of these. But I want to say... I I think one thing that they did did well was give like a I feel like we got a great big picture kind of look at what the universe was like. Yeah. I like I think the best storytelling and acting work of the prequel time frame of like the Clone War era is done in the animated series in certain arcs like yeah. that's like that's what the the re, that's what the prequels should have been is the stuff that is in the Clone Wars show. Um, so you should have just. But instead, shows. we just get wooden f a f awful romance and and like high school acting. Um, <laughs> but I feel like we just got like a big picture of like what this universe is, what like what's going on, like how different people feel about it. And when all of these ships show up at the, uh, at the end of a, uh, or like as this battle's going on, like. We don't know any of them. We don't know who these people are. It's like, oh yeah, Zori B- Bliss is here because her planet got blew up. Nah. 
and again, I was like, wait, which planet got blown up? Oh, the one that was in this movie 20 minutes ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm just like, it, it's just like, okay. I'm sorry. I've been talking forever. You, why don't you tell us what to talk about, about the, the Exegol, like, throne room stuff here? Because... Oh, so if you want me to talk Ooh, about boy. Exegol and the everything that is, like, the third act of the movie... Hold on. Before I get to that, I want to get to the lightsaber duel between Rey and Kylo Ren, which I actually thought was really well shot. I actually liked the actual fight between Rey and Kylo mm-hmm. in that lightsaber fight. I thought it was very thematic. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, what I hated about it is, once again, Rey won... And Ray in the entire series has never lost a single lightsaber duel ever. She can't. This perfect creature doesn't know struggle or fear or obstacle. Not only that, she knows struggle and fear. It's metaphorical. It's not. It's not physical. That's not. She's very talented, and <laughs> her struggles are emotional. <laughs> she struggles. She just you just needs... never see it. <laughs> She just desperately needs to jump on Ben Solo's bones, and he won't let her do that because he's evil. Oh, speaking of Raylo, yes. So that in that lightsaber scene, uh, Ray wins by stabbing Kylo with his own lightsaber. Okay, fine, whatever. But then she heals him. Yep. Like, do you want to hear my giving this movie too much faith? <laughs> okay, please. This is when... This should have been like when this is like when Kylo Ren metaphorically dies. Okay. I like that. And when he like becomes that. and she heals him and beca- and he becomes Ben Solo again. I like that. I, I... Metaphorically, that's what happened. No, you, I, I appreciate but that. This movie does not do that no it doesn't earn that is that. me being incredibly generous and i don't <laughs> think it does the work to earn that especially because it meta it telegraphs like bent like caught like ray destroying the darkness within ben solo and healing him and here's another thing we'll it, talk about later in that scene we'll talk about it now actually in that scene where Ben, we'll call him Ben from now on for at this point, where he throws his lightsaber and after talking to Daddy Solo, which I, I you know what, real talk, I like that scene where like his imagination of Han Solo like convinced him to come How back. How pissed do you think Harrison Ford was that he had to come back for that? Probably Ultra. Because <laughs> he was like, like, I'm done. You killed my character. On a scale, like... I think it was complicated because that probably should have been Carrie Fisher. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is what it, that's who that should have been. I think but I just right. think that's really funny that they're like, can you come be Han Solo for one scene? And he's just like, it also would have worked if it was Force Ghost Luke. If he's just, yes. just sitting over there eating an apple, like, oh, I told you I'd always be with you. <laughs> yeah again oh Luke who's been on a secret mission the whole time it wasn't just like uh, I do wait uh, real quick aside I do appreciate seeing uh, Luke Skywalker as a force ghost and just like hamming it up with Ray. I don't know I liked that I've always wanted to see that as a kid like there it is yeah I, I the people who I don't I don't know 
how do you do you enjoy Last Jedi's Luke's portrayal in the Last Jedi? Hell no. What I'm a dude. I it's interesting. He, it's good storytelling. It's him drinking from alien boot milk. Yes, that's Star Wars. <laughs> that's Star, Star Wars, Wars is weird like that. This is that's, real it Star Wars. It should be like that. This is raw and uncut Star but Wars. But like I guess more more what I mean is like reclusive Luke is reclusive because he like failed and is scared and then like refuses to train Ray because he sees that in her but at the end like ultimately like saves the day in like in his mastery of the force so i i think here's why i have an issue with that if we're talking about the last jedi okay so it seems to be a jedi thing to where when you lose a battle you exile yourself to some abandoned world when you get canceled <laughs> when you get canceled you go to some desert or swamp planet and live the rest of your days as a hermit that seems to be the jedi way and luke was naturally doing to. that <laughs> We will own him by telling Twitter that he tried to kill a student, and he will have to delete his account. Now, this will be the end of the Jedi. Here's the problem I have. Obi-Wan did it for whatever reason. Yoda did it because he lost the battle to the most powerful Sith Lord in the galaxy, and he felt bad about it and banished himself to a swamp. But... When the time came, when the moment arose where a new hero, a new Force user was trying to answer the call, Obi-Wan and Yoda didn't hesitate to train Luke. Luke acted like this sad, beaten old man, the most happy-go-lucky guy, and to quote Mark Hamill himself, the most happy-go-lucky guy in the galaxy that went above and beyond to convince his dad to come back to the light side, even at the cost of his dad's own life the this becomes the beaten old man that refuses to train ray who is god tier force user why i don't buy it because he's sad that he he feels like he failed because he like that we that luke exists who you want to him to train but that person that luke trained ben and failed and that's why he's sad that's why he. That's why he's where he is in the Last Jedi, and he doesn't want that to happen again. Which is why he's so, like, not does not want to train Ray. I get where you're coming from. It's just that I don't buy it. Like I, I don't accept that Luke Skywalker would one try to kill his nephew in cold blood because he sensed the darkness. Like your dad was darkness. Your dad killed billions. And you're like, oh, my nephew's thinking about darkness in his sleep. Better kill him now. Like, I don't buy that. I don't buy that for one second. Yeah. Is what I was like, trying to get at. I think that's fair. I, I think it is uh, in the text. And I think it I think it works. But um, all of this to say is that, boy, can we should talk about this final stuff that happens with Palpatine and Ray. You want to so talk Ray... about? Wait, wait. You want to talk about real quick how Kylo Ren got to the Exavol planet? Because they never explain that either. He's just there. Uh it's just I I like off camera assumed he's like, hey, I need a Tie Fighter. Come get, <laughs> get, hey, called Tie Fighter Uber. <laughs> called the called, got got caught the, Uber. catching the Uber pool to Exegol. 
you know. Hold on, my tire lift is about ten minutes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, my oh he's going the wrong direction. No, no, oh, no. no. Just... <laughs> oh man, this runs good. Uh, taking that route's gonna take him an extra five parsecs. Oh, oh, my... oh, oh. That was just nerdy enough. You get a small applause. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Anyways, yes, see, let's talk about. I, I know Star Wars. See, let's talk about the small but, throne room scene. So, there's all these like thousands of dudes in this throne room. I don't know who they are. They're just like, hey, Bob, Bob, what do you got? Do you got star? You got secret star destroyer duty, or do you got chanting duty? Oh, I got chanting I duty. Got like, oh, okay, cool. You have a good one. Okay. Like, who are all these people? I, Where did they come? I, What's happening? Who built this room? Train one of, train one of them to be a Jedi. I don't know. Oh my gosh, like, we forgot to mention something because the movie forgot to mention them. They finally show the Knights of Ren, and they don't do anything with them. Again, like I was just like, oh, they're just spooky guys yeah like they're not interesting characters i just am not like you know it's bad when i'm like you know who got you know like you know it's bad when you are a bad guy and you don't get, and you get the black order in the avengers movies gets more <laughs> screen time and development than you do <laughs> like corvus glaive in infinity war who no one knows who that is no one knows got more development than anybody, uh, any one of the Knights of Red. Who is Corvus so Glaive? So I just could not be bothered to care less about them. Who's Corvus Glaive? Help me out. He's the one who was trying to poke the uh, gem out of uh, Vision with a little staff. Oh! Oh. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, he gets more development and screen time than anybody in the Knights of Red. You're, you're 100% correct. And in, that's in an Infinity War, but like in a, man, it's just. Mm. Well, see, Infinity War like paid homage and respect to its audience. This one was just pandering. You actually had a stormtrooper yeah. say, "Oh and, man, those are the Knights of Ren," and you're like, "Really, movie? We're at this level?" It's <laughs> like, "Damn, bro, those are Knights of Ren. Fucking sick, bro." <laughs> they might as well have said that. For all intents and purposes. Also, it's 11.34 and Palpatine had sex with somebody. <laughs> Just a reminder. So, getting into this throne room, there's thousands of people here. Just inexplicably. Like, again, there's just like a basic verisimilitude, like suspension of disbelief that is just out the window at this point. Yep. Um, so, I'm like, who cares? Whatever. Sure. And And then Palpatine is like... Yeah, Ray, you must kill me, and then you will become the Empress Palpatine. Empress and, Palpatine. And then she's like, "No, I won't kill you." <laughs> hold on, hold, hold on, on to that, that line. Um, <laughs> and then, well, then Ben Solo shows up, and I think the again the best scene is like when Ray communes with like the and she like I think again doing too much work recognizes him as Ben Solo and like yeets him the lightsaber through their like little pocket dimension and he like pulls it out like lit with the Knights of Ren are there and it's like like I think that's one of the best things in the In movie. a better movie that scene would have got me like that would have like instilled a lot of excitement in me. But in this movie yeah. it was just like yeah I know what you're gonna do. Yeah and again this is like I think it's so that he takes care of them and then like Ben walks in 
And then Palpatine is like, actually, I'm going to change the plan because there are two of you now. I can I can now force suck and suck that good life force. The plan has changed because of the force dyad, which is something that has not been explained in any of these movies. And only like two people know what it is. I'm like, sure. sure. Yeah. Let's, just, let's just go. You know what? I, I, let's do I it. was telling this with my friend Alan. There... There's a certain point, and I believe for me it was at the 90-minute point of this two-and-a-half-hour movie where you're just like, I don't even care anymore. Let's just get, just keep going. Let's get to the end. I don't have the time and the energy. You've, you won, movie. Let's just make it to the finish line. You're just, like, beaten down yeah. by this movie. And we've almost been going for an hour at this point, so we, I can wrap this up. But I have to issue my final lamentation. So. Okay. Then he's like, the plan has changed, and starts, like, zapping. He does some more lightning. The ships are like, oh, no, we're crashing. Um, but then <laughs> the plan has changed so much. We're like, ah, oh, Ray's like, ah, oh, because the plan has changed, I can now kill him and do the thing that he said he, that was the thing initially, but it'll be fine this time because I don't know why. But And then she starts, and then, like, you know, and for, shame on you, Palpatine. Lightning somebody once, shame on them. Lightning somebody, and it comes back to fuck you up again. Shame on you. Literally, yeah. That wow. So I didn't think about that before, but yeah, that's the second time Palpatine has been ended by his own force lightning. Yeah, and again, like they set up this like. Like he's lightning ray, and it's like, and she's like blocking with the lightsaber, and he's like, "I am the Sith," or whatever. And Ray's like, "I am the Jedi," and it's supposed to be like this "I am Iron Man" thing from Endgame, uh-huh. which again, in Endgame, it's fan servicey, but it is a um, they. It's done it's right. Just the work is like the just the storytelling build up to it is just is there in Endgame, and it's just not in this movie, so I'm just like, okay, sure. Because uh, it, it, the way that it, like, it plays out, it's supposed to, it, like, it sounds stupid, but, like, in Endgame, like, Tony snaps his fingers and uses the gauntlet, and that sounds stupid, but, like, it works in the scene, but in this one, it's like, Ray has, is blocking the lightning with one lightsaber, but then pulls out another lightsaber, <laughs> And then that, and then she like smokes Palpatine with his own lightning. She was using and Leia's lightsaber at first, and then she used Anakin's lightsaber. Like, what, how how long have you had a lightsaber, Leia? And it it's just like, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> oh God, it just it makes me so sad. Okay, we have we have to get to the final crime of this movie. Oh, that wasn't and it for this you. This is. Well, so Ben got yeeted down a pit, and in I think some rocks fell on her, or like the explosion of the energy of killing Palpatine, which is what he wanted to happen, uh-huh. ha- like happen, and Ray dies. Yep. And Ben brings her back to life, and Ray's like Ben, Ray, and they they kiss. Yay. Raylo. And then Ben like Ben's like remember me, ah, and then dies, and just literally, literally just like tongue out like X's on the eyes like cartoon <laughs> AF like just like ah, 
He's not even there long. He instantly becomes a force ghost. And he instantly evaporates. I'm just like, <coughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Are you kidding me? Like, JJ Abrams had, I am, a, had a timeline, and he's like, We're this is just out of time. a larger. <laughs> this is a larger thing, but I am like, I'm very tired of the idea that like. Again, like someone's just like, oh, this is just like Darth Vader, like how he had how he died after like doing the bat the good thing in um in Return of the Jedi. And it's like, yes, at best case, the, he's just copying. And it's just yeah. like he's just like it's just an exact like there's nothing interesting. It's just the same thing, but again. <laughs> and worse and like but what I think is what really hurts about this is just like I guess I'm just sick of the storytelling trope where, like, bad person become like, learns that they have done something wrong mm-hmm. and does something good and then dies. Like, a, I know how in real life, if someone did that, it would be difficult to justify, like, their, a lack of punishment that they would deserve. Yeah. I understand that. But this isn't real life. This is Star Wars. Yeah. And the whole point of the, the whole arc of these movies has been Han Solo, Leia, Rey, all striving to save Ben and bring him back to the Force and bring him back to like the side of light and goodness because like he's tempted by the light. There's a good person inside. He's just confused and a abused he's abused yes by snoke and by extension palpatine he is abused he's an abused victim i am saying that and for him to to be for them to make the decision to kill him to for him to die here it's just I don't like I'm not I'm not that upset. I am actually very upset. Because I think it's <laughs> I'm just, not that it, upset. I'm furious. Such, <laughs> like I I'm not upset. I'm fucking <laughs> Because I think there is a beautiful story of the uh, I guess a more in a movie more interested in being challenging and like and subverting what we usually think in storytelling would be interested, would like, you know, want to see someone like Kylo, like Ben Solo, you know, do the good thing, but also understand like a debt that like to pay for like his actions that he did as an abuse victim, as someone being victimized. I appreciate that you gave this movie so much credit that you thought that there was going to be a payoff at the end. I told you 90 minutes exactly. 90 minutes in I gave up. The moment they said like exactly. you're a palpatine I'm like it's just there like it is. that's the train wreck. Here we go. I guess just like a bad guy being like I'm sorry. Uh, like yes. Ben has one line after he he becomes Ben Solo again. Yep. It, it is Al. That's it. Yeah. Like Credit to Adam Driver for like emoting so much, like through his like actual acting, 
to save this just garbage writing. It's just like, I mean, it's not like, I mean, you know, technically it's like fine or whatever. Like it moves the movie along, but like, it's just, there's such an interesting and like unique idea there that is just, it's just right there for the taking. And that would like really give the sequel trilogy a unique flavor of, you know, I don't know, Ben going into hiding or even like Ben going to jail to like answer for the, his crimes that he did as like the Supreme leader as a, also known as an abuse victim. Yeah. Uh, and like a better movie with this would like, you know, if Ben is in jail, like Ray would come to visit him or like visit him through the force and they could have the tenderness and like relationship that they both needed and strive for in all of these movies. And this movie is just not interested in engaging in that at all. It it's hurts right me there. How you want like this Ryan to be so laid better. it all out. Even like even JJ in the first movie was hinting at this stuff. And it's just it is right there to like do something interesting and different and challenging. And it just is it just says no. We're not doing that. And it just he just evaporates into the floor never to be seen again and i'm just like i cannot believe this i <laughs> cannot believe this it's so ah it's so boring I, like I, it's I, so safe it's i had two major sins just, that the movie committed at the very end that while mo watching the movie i was like oh just kill it all just kill everything when ray who just killed palpatine Flies off in Red 5, Luke Skywalker's X-Wing, with Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber. I'm like, yeah, she's just... She, she's she's everything. She's the best that there ever was. And then she flies to Tatooine, and you had some some older person, just with like some mysterious animals, that say... Just like, out of nowhere. Yeah. Who are you? I've never seen you before. I'm Rey. Wait for it. I'm Ray Skywalker. Nothing is sacred. <laughs> no, it's just... Nothing is sacred oh, in this movie. God. It's just that is cringe. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Just you know, something just popped into my head. Yeah. A great. Have you ever watched the Avatar: The Last Airbender series? I gave it a shot. I gave it the three episode test, and it didn't pass for me. I think you should watch the rest of the, the rest of that, and then also like the sequel series, Korra. I hear that's really because, good because I think they do such like I think about I, I'm like running an RPG campaign for some friends mm -hmm. uh, right now, and in the construction of my protagonist and like my antagonists of that series of that of the campaign, I think about those series all the time when I'm thinking about like plotting out like the big arcs that I want to like do with these characters that I've set up. And I do that because, you know, like one of the best, like, like the journey of Prince Zuko from like, you know, the main antagonist to like conflicted individual to eventually like good guy who doesn't like, he's probably done some bad, like he's done some bad things, but he doesn't just die like he changes like the show like knows how difficult it is to make this transition and makes it hard for the character and then 
and succeeds on it to the point where he is trying to rescue his own sister from the same fate that he once had and it there's and that adds this intense emotional element to like their final conflict and in Korra like there's a person who is an a bad guy for one season and does some very bad things right. not like bad guy stuff like real bad like it, incredible is it's not good but he doesn't just die like in the following season, Cora, the main character, even goes to this character to seek advice and consultation from him. And he is, you know, repentant for what he did and is like in jail and guides Cora and helps her bridge, like reach this new understanding. So there is like to say that like it is too hard or like unjustifiable within the fantasy for like Ben Solo to live or whatever like I don't accept that like it is just that's not true like the movie might not be interested in taking on those challenges Mm -hmm. like that's fine and it's a lesser movie because of it and it just, it just sucks. Like I, I find it, just, it interesting that all I the just, sins it's that baffling be... to me that they would have this on a served to them on a platter, like just having brilliant, like a like brilliant setup for this specific arc, like in TLJ, like the actors who can sell it in Daisy and Adam, mm-hmm. like who can they can absolutely sell an arc like this, and they just don't just no just nope just drop it completely i i appreciate how of all the sins the movie commits you find that the lack of closure to the ben solo arc is the biggest sin which i can agree with because i still found kylo ren to be the most interesting character of all three movies exactly because he actually has an ongoing arc that the movies not even tangentially are constantly revolving around yeah and like I think Rey's arc would have been better if they hadn't just completely whiplashed who she's supposed to be from like every single movie and I think like you know Ryan like I like what Ryan did but it's also very clear across all three of these movies that there was no plan nope like no big structural plan and the storytelling absolutely suffered for it because they brought on JJ because they felt like they had to answer for the uh, the sins of the last Jedi and it's and and do that in doing that they violently overcorrect to this <laughs> pile of mush like it's it's this designed like, by committee Star all, Wars like like, like all any Disney movie at this point is just product. Like it is pure product because that is the, the, the culture and the, the society that we live in. <laughs> I should get another drink. We should keep this thing rolling. Um, <laughs> but this, this movie, like even compared to Avengers Endgame, which is inc- 
a, an incredibly like, commercial product movie. Um, it just, it just, oh, it just, it hurts. At least Endgame just, has a really good payoff that is heart hugging. Yeah, and earned. Like you know, here's another example. Like one of my the reason. I think that Civil War is one of the best Marvel movies is because, you know, there's this con there's this like conflict that is set up between the two characters between Iron Man and Captain America. And in the second act that the you know, they have the airport fight and whatever. And in the third act, we kind of find out, oh, there's someone who's been pulling the strings the whole time. And it the movie, like very cleverly gestures like, oh, there's going to be an actual big bad that they're going to need to fight. But in the third act, it subverts that by being like, oh, actually. Hey, everybody. We ran into a couple different recording issues. And by that, I mean Mike kept hitting the pause button on his recording. So we're going to break this up into two parts. Uh, There's about an extra half hour to 40 minutes left in part two. So we're going to break off right here, and we'll see you for part two.